It's Rush to Reason with your host, John Rush. Presented by High Five Plumbing, where every call ends with a high five. All right, we are back. Hour number three, Rush to Reason, Denver's Afternoon Rush, KLZ 560. Steve Bonta joining us now. Steve, welcome. How are you today, sir? I'm just fine. Great to be on. I appreciate it. Senior executive senior editor at the New American Magazine. Let's talk about the UAW. Yeah, yeah, yeah. Sure. So, I mean, this is not the biggest strike uh, by by any means that we've ever seen, even from the auto workers. But it is um, the first time that a strike has been called across all three of the big three. Right. Um, right. So, so that that I guess is historic in that regard. Correct. And uh, and and and, uh, and Sean Fain, the the you know the president of the UAW, has also. So far, it's, it's it's a limited targeted strike. So a lot of the auto workers are still working, but he's sort of indicating that if they don't, you know, if they, if, if it doesn't, if they, if their demands aren't met, then they could broaden the strike to include a lot more than the uh, just a few tens of thousands. I think like what, like like fifty thousand workers right now, but it could get up to several hundred thousands that really get uh, really going. What are your so predictions we'll there? I mean, I'm kind of a car guy, Steve. Follow this stuff fairly closely. What are your thoughts on that? Well, I think it, it, it's it's likely that it will will grow in scope. I mean, I, I mean, for me, the you know the politics of this would be you know Democratic Party assets, and uh, right. But and but in this case, you know, as, as you're probably aware, um, Donald Trump has indicated he's not going to participate in the second uh, in the second uh, GOP primary debate on on the 27th next week. Instead, he's going to give an, a, a speech in Detroit to auto workers at precisely the same time which Fain has excoriated because, of course, like all good Democrats, he hates Donald Trump. He's but a communist, man. Of course has, he does. Well, sure, but he, he so far has not endorsed Biden either because he has to know somewhere in his reptilian brain that uh, most of the, the grievances and problems in the auto industry right now are stemming from the atrocious energy policies of the right. Biden administration, right. the war on gas-powered vehicles and all the rest of that. So and I and, and and even if he will not admit it, if Fain will not Fain admit it, uh, certainly many of the auto workers themselves are probably well aware of this. So I would know, hope so. Very interesting. I, 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 yeah, I mean, I would hope that they are. Now, I as a car guy and knowing the UAW, I don't know him personally, but knowing of him and his stance on the very things we just mentioned a moment ago, Steve, this thing goes. I think they said they've got enough money in the coffers to run a full six weeks of pay for union workers, and trust me, it goes six weeks or more. Yeah, that, well, that's that's what I read in the early going. I'm not a, I'm not a car expert the way you are, but that you know, I've been trying to trying to keep up on this issue because I my instinct is you know as, as a news person, this is going to be a significant story because it, you know it betokens kind of a, a tectonic shift in allegiances that we've seen starting with the 2016 elections where. You know, a lot of these blue-collar unionized workers have gone for Trump, whereas and in states like Pennsylvania and Michigan and Ohio and so forth, which for a very, a very long time, of course, have been reliably blue since, since the Reagan era, right. because in no small measure of the influence of the unions, and that that seems to be changing. Now, Fain, of course, is trying to portray Trump as as just another rich fat cat and all the rest of it. He doesn't care about the workers and. The workers seem to be of a different mind. Trump definitely has the, the, the common touch. So it's going to be very interesting. And if I watch anything on the evening of September 27th, it probably will be the Trump address. I can't argue that. I mean, I'll have to figure out how to do both, I guess. Watch one and 
the other, and it, it, that's always hard to do. So I always have to go back and try to figure out which one do you watch, you know, live versus the replay end of things. Now, the other thing that is ironic about this is the UAW, who is complaining about the fact that they need to raise price, you know, raise, raise their own wages because prices, inflation, so on and so forth, which, by the way, is the very same thing that they support. It's interesting you say he hasn't endorsed the administration, yet the UAW always endorses the Democrat Party on an ongoing basis, funds it even if you would. I mean, there's a lot of money that runs through the unions that go right into the hands of Democrats. So it's interesting that the very same thing they're complaining about is what they also contribute to. And at the end of the day, what they're asking for will do nothing but contribute to it as well. So it's it to me, the whole thing is just like you're just a big hypocrite. Well, I, I think, you know, they're, 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 they're right, but for the wrong reasons. You know, they perceive that, that there's an exploitative relationship, but they've misidentified the exploiters and the manner of exploitation. Hey, the exploiters of the so, Democrat Party, they're funding. Yeah. Right. Well, I mean, it's, it's political exploitation. And what they're maintaining... Well, is, well, it's political it's, and it's, it's coming it's, out of their pocketbook. Yeah. I mean, it's real as well. Well, no, but, yeah, but I was also referring to the fact that, that the Biden administration earmarked, a ma- you know, I forget how much, but, you know, several hundred billion dollars, I guess, or a very large amount of money in this, re- in this recent, uh, you know, boondoggle... Right, Build Back uh, Better nonsense. The Build Back Better nonsense earmarked to the, the, the car companies for R&D and to the battery manufacturers. Correct. Also for R&D. And also Which, by the way, doesn't go to the unions because those R&D guys are not on the same payroll the union workers are on. Right, right. So this is all you know, massive amounts of political money that's coming in and is enriching the coffers of these, the, the corporations. Um, whereas, you know, he would, he would say, you know, Fain and the others would say, well, they're making obscene profits and they're not sharing with the workers. Well, I guess, but what there really is is they're, they're raking in all the, all the money from the politicians and they're not sharing with the, with that's the workers. That's a so, better answer. There you, know. you go, Steve. Yeah, you right. just said it. That's exactly yeah. what's happening. And that's probably what they're ticked about. Yeah, yeah. And so, I mean, I mean so I'm not sure how, whether, whether Fain truly understands this and is just being, you know, disingenuous or whether... He doesn't understand. I mean, you know, Democrats and socialists in general don't understand how the free market works and all this sort of thing. So they always blame things on wicked capitalists and the alleged yeah. inequities of the free market system, when in fact it's the inequities of, the, of this, this political system of patronage that we've allowed to grow up in this country that's really to blame. And I think my, I, the only thing I would disagree with you on on that one is I think Fain understands fully what a free enterprise and a free market system is. We don't have a full one, as you know, but I think he fully understands it, but yet hates it so much he could care less whether it exists. In fact, he will do everything possible to get rid of it. Yeah, and that could well be true. I, I, I'm probably uh, unjust, without justification, giving him the benefit of the doubt. I don't know. Uh, yeah, you're, you're, you're a nicer guy than me. I'm not giving him the benefit of the doubt at all. I think, think the guy is a total <laughs> communist, and he could care less whether this, this free enterprise we call America exists or not. Right, right, sure. So, I mean, this is this is this is the problem. Has been the problems with you know unions and syndicalism in general from from the get go. I mean, in theory, uh, you know, I mean, it sort of makes sense that workers should have some sort of collective bargaining, but in practice, it always allies itself with these coercive socialist right. kind of kind of structures, and Correct. obviously uh, has been sort of a, a, a leftist. A tool yep. from the beginning That's of right. the era of strikes and unions. That's exactly right. Steve, where do folks find you and New American Magazine? I mean, that's easy. They can find that there. Where do they find your articles and the things that you're doing? 
Well, thenewamerican.com online, and um, yeah, look for articles with my with my byline on them. I mean, you know, I, uh, I as, as an ed, more or less full time editor now, I don't write as much as I used to, but I, I do have articles in there fairly frequently. Nice. Well, appreciate uh, what you guys are doing. We have lots of you on on a routine basis, and I appreciate all the good work you guys are doing. Well, thanks so much. You're very welcome, appreciate Steve. That. Have a great, by the way, and you know, again, not not wanting to argue with Steve at all. I I just don't feel. How should I say this? I'm not as nice to the UAW president as probably other folks are. I think the guy is a flat-out crumb communist. He could care less what happens to the employers, the car companies that he is representing when it comes to the union itself. He does not care. That's why I predict this thing goes six weeks or beyond. I'll get a good feeling from uh, Scott Garlis tomorrow when we interview him, really talking about what, what the Fed did today, which was no interest rate hike. I want to talk to Scott on the UAW end of things as well. So we'll get a little bit more out of him tomorrow on that. It'll be interesting to see what Scott has to say. Flesh Law, if you've got a legal question or need representation, Kevin is your guy. He is my personal attorney. He would love to help you as well. 303 303- 806-8886 or fleshlawfirm.com and it's spelled F-L-E-S-C-H. Personal injury attorney Kevin Flesh of Flesh and Beck Law has a unique background that makes him a more effective advocate for you. He handles both criminal and civil cases. Most attorneys only do one or the other, but Kevin has almost 25 years of experience on both sides, which means he has more practice in the courtroom. Most personal injury attorneys will say they have experience in court, But since only about 10% of personal injury cases actually go to trial, those attorneys only appear in court once or twice a year. Because Kevin also takes criminal cases, he appears in court constantly. Kevin has a rare ability to present an argument that only comes from years of experience learning how to read a courtroom. Personal injury attorney Kevin Flesh continues to practice both civil and criminal defense because he believes the courtroom keeps him nimble. Trial tested, trial ready. Kevin Flesh of Flesh and Beck Law. Schedule a free consultation now at 303-806-8886. All right, K&R Home Transitions. Don't forget to ask about the re-up program. You get two realtors for the price of one as well. Go to klzradio.com to find them. You need to sell your home, but it needs some remodeling. That sounds simple. All you need to do is source contractors, research the market to find out what buyers are looking for, direct the work to be done, hire someone to clean up the mess, do the work, shoot photography and list the home, negotiate with buyers, make concessions, and redo some of the work you already did. Oh, okay, that doesn't sound very simple. But there is a better option. You can hire Kat and Robin of K&R Home Transitions and let them partner with ReUp to handle the updates without paying a dime up front. ReUp will remodel your home based on what will sell and increase value. They will do the work, clean the mess, and Cat and Robin will market and list the home to sell fast. K&R will help you navigate the process start to finish. You can let them do the work and enjoy the additional cash you make from selling a highly marketable home faster than you could have. Go to klzradio.com home to learn more about K&R Home Transitions and Reup. All right, Alan Davis, again, find out whether or not you're a good candidate for solar and if you can get in timeline-wise to take take advantage of the rebates that are there as well. 303-378-7537. Alan Davis knows that renting electricity from Excel Energy and other power providers will cost you more and more every year. 
The new solar energy financial incentives are exciting because they allow a homeowner who has good sunlight on the roof of their home to pay much less for their electricity versus renting that electricity from the power company. Now there's a push to install smart meters in Colorado homes too. And that means in addition to the huge annual power bill increases, we'll have even more to pay due to the smart meter rollout. That is on top of the fact that most power companies in Colorado have dramatically increased their annual power bills far past the normal historical annual increases. Now it's common to see 15 to 20% annual increases if you continue to rent your electricity from the power companies. Typically, those who get solar installed pay about two thirds less than they were going to pay the power company over the next 25 years. That's money back in your pocket and you get to determine your electricity future. Call Alan Davis now at 303-378-7537. That's 303-378-7537. This is Rush to Reason on KLZ 560. All right, Rush to Reason, Denver's Afternoon Rush, KLZ 560. And we should have had Genesis Electric in that slot, but I'll tell you what I'm going to do. Charlie, don't worry about running an ad later, because I'm going to talk about them right now anyways. This makes it easy. Coincides with something I wanted to talk about anyways. So Genesis 1-3 Electric. For all of you listening, if you need any electrical help at all, please give them a call. Find them at klzradio.com. Very easy. You can call them at 883 883- Two three six six nine or six seven nine seven. So two three six six seven nine seven. Okay. I was reading the Facebook chronicles of the neighborhood group I belong to, and I don't really ever respond. I just like to listen and I guess be entertained at some of the stupidity that's out there. Now I, I'll couch stupidity because this may not be a stupid question. It for me kind of was, but it ties into Genesis. Electric and why I wanted to do it this way anyway. So this works out perfect. So this question on the page came in the other day. Help! We have a bad light switch that somehow has shorted out three other rooms. We don't know how to get the power on. And I'm thinking, okay, time out. First of all, do you not know where the breaker box is to see exactly what breaker probably tripped because the light switch might have shorted and that's the design? is you then go to the breaker panel, figure out which one tripped, and either reset it, typically reset it after fixing the bad switch. Now, I get that not everybody can do electricity. That's why we have Genesis 1.3 Electric with us, because not everybody gets it. I'll be quite frank. One of the biggest struggles I had, even in the automotive repair world, was finding technicians that understood electricity, because it's, it's something most people think of as being foreign. That's why we have Genesis 1-3 Electric with us. So, point being, don't be that individual in that group that said, how do I handle this bad switch and how do I get the power back on? You can call Genesis 1-3 Electric and they'll do all that for you and make it really easy. And they have high values. They're not there to upsell. They want to just make sure they can take care of you. And on top of that, they have 0% financing for 12 months when it comes to things you may need. So a lot of great things they'll do for you, including smart home features and so on. Again, just give them a call, 883-236-6797. That's Genesis 1-3 Electric. Find them also at klzradio.com. Brad, you're next. Go ahead, sir. Yes, I was reading the Internet last night, and they had something along the lines of a 
now Walmart wants to steal your points off your credit card. And I called up, Roger Marshall was uh, actually supporting part of it, and he's a pretty good senator, so uh, I called uh, Okay, up. and back up, Brad. What are you talking about stealing points from your credit card? I'm, I'm confused. Well, it was some called the Credit Card Protection Act, and it appears a lot of these companies, uh, they uh, don't like paying this 3% fee. They have to pay it uh, for people to use their credit card. Correct. Well, Walmart uh, sounds like the main culprit, and the way it was, she made it sound like uh, Walmart, uh, Visa, MasterCard have 80% of the market, and they want to uh, open up competition. So it sounded good at first, but the more she explained it, the worse it became. Because what would happen is if they don't have to pay the 3% fee, people would no longer be able to accumulate accumulate points on their credit card. So I made the statement, if Walmart doesn't want to pay the 3% fee, then Walmart can have their customers paying cash or uh, a check. So it sounds to me like uh, Walmart's behind this because they don't want to pay the 3% fee. And if uh, that's the way Walmart wants to operate, that's all good and well. But if I'm accumulating points on my credit card, say, from a a motel, a gas station, and an automobile shop, I would no longer be able to accumulate points as the way Marshall's uh, office explained it. So the, this sounds like a very bad deal. This And this is a new one on me. I have not heard in, I, in, in the retail space you know, quite a bit, Brad, with you know consulting and the other things I do. I, this is the first I've heard of this. In fact, first I've heard of it in, in regards to tying back into Walmart. And as we all know, Walmart's not paying that 3% anyways. You and I are. They raise the cost of the goods that you and I are buying by said amount to cover their 3%. So all of us as consumers are paying that anyways. They're not. Yeah, I, I first heard about it last night. and when I, It sounds to me like the idea's been around for a while, but they're having a hard time getting it through because uh, I called up Doug Lambert's office. They were a little bit familiar with it, but they didn't seem to think it would ever be able to pass. Yeah, but, I don't uh, see this going anywhere. It, it's just uh, the idea of uh, Walmart being Walmart, and if uh, Sam Walton were alive today and he saw the way Walmart was run, I think uh, heads would roll and bosses would be fired. So is this the Credit Card Competition Act you're talking about? Yeah, yeah, yeah. That, uh, that. Okay. Okay, so it, it aims at lowering interchange fees, which merchants pay every time you use your credit card, also known as swipe fees. They range from 1% to 3%. The businesses have continued to pay the, the non-negotiable charge of major credit, major credit card networks, though consumers may never see these swipes. Of course, they don't because it's factored into the things we buy. Uh, quote, credit card swipe fees inflate the price that consumers pay for everyday purchases like groceries and gas. It's time to inject real competition to the credit card network. Senator Richard Durbin, an Illinois Democrat and the sponsor of the bill, said on June 7th. Yeah, well, for no other reason, Dick Durbin supports it. That tells me it's a no-go from the start. But what do you think about it? I would not be in favor of it. I, I don't think at the end of the day it's going to save any of us any money. And to your point, it'll just take away some of the incentives that so many people enjoy on those cards that they have anyways. I agree. And uh, did you hear about all those illegals that crossed the Eagle Pass the other day? Like 2,000? I did not, no. Yeah, it was, it, it, was just, it was just the other day. It was in Eagle Pass. And uh, so I called up the Republican Party of Texas, and I was pretty upset with Greg Abbott and Usually when you call up and criticize a Republican, they get mad, but this woman was more than willing to listen, and she was a supporter of Alan West, and she told me to call up Abbott's office. So for once, Greg Abbott's office actually answered the telephone, and I was asking about this, and they said they had no comment. So 2,000 illegals crossed 
in a matter of a oh, I, you know hours. what? I did see the video on that. Sorry, sorry, sorry. Yes, yes, yes. I did see that. I'm, I'm sorry. I, I had a, a, a brain, uh, a brain fart. Sorry, Brad. Yes, I did see that. Actually, yes, I did. And the response out of Greg Abbott's office is no comment. And I, uh, I was polite, but I was very firm, and I lit into him, and I said, "Well, since Greg Abbott didn't want to help pass House Bill 2862, this does not surprise me one bit in the least." I basically uh, told the person on the phone that Abbott's going around. At football games, flipping coins and attending uh, attending uh, sporting events or campaign events. In the meantime, his border is being overrun. Yep. Because Abbott won't declare an invasion. And uh, Tucker Carlson asked him about that, and all Abbott says, "Well, it was uh, it's too complicated, but this is a mistake we as Republicans make once again." Prather, Huffines, and Alan West are all excellent candidates. Two of them should have dropped out and supported the other one, which would have made it easier to de- defeat Greg Abbott in a primary. Because once he makes it through the primary, you're done. Yeah, yep. and he's he's better than Beto, so you have no choice to uh, right. vote for him. And uh, he's far better than Beto. I mean, that is that's not even a that's an understatement, Brad. There's no comparison. Oh, I agree. And uh, as bad as Abbott may be, he's nothing compared to Beto. But I've been I've been following this Ken Paxton situation pretty close, and I uh, made a number of phone calls to these senators, telling them uh, Ken Paxton's the best attorney general in the country. Why are you trying to impeach a member of his own party? And these, this is only rumors, but the rumor is uh, Dade Phelan was behind it, which doesn't surprise me. George P. Bush. But uh, I got some contacts down in Texas, and they're saying Greg Abbott was behind it as well. Hmm. I, I can't. I, you've got more info on that than I do. I have no idea on that. Oh, yeah. I, I, follow, I follow that Ken Paxton real close because what happens in Texas affects us in Sure. It's like, it's like California. You know, whatever happens in those big states affects the rest of us. You know that. And there's 39 electoral votes, and Paxton was the only one that was uh, really going after this election fraud. So uh, it was very important to keep Ken Paxton in office. I was uh, I watched that the results uh, Saturday morning on the internet, and I was uh, kind of choked up when I saw he was acquitted. Agree. So I think this is I think it was a great Agree. day for America when Ken Paxton uh, was was put back in office. What do you feel, uh, Brad, about the? And I know Andy's going to talk more about it uh, next week. We got some special guests coming on to talk about things. But the September 30th vote by the the GOP party here in Colorado. What are your thoughts on that? I would be, I would be in favor of uh, going back to a closed primary. And one thing Andy likes to talk about is we got to uh, reach out to the outside our base to get yes. people to like us. But here's a problem I had in Sterling the other day. I went to a uh, sugar beet dates, and there was a Colorado GOP booth there, and uh, I was uh, pretty happy that Ken Pax had been defeated, so I thought, or had been acquitted. I thought that would make a great conversation, so I approached the, the woman at the Colorado booth, clearly identified myself as a Republican and supporter of Ken Pax, and she basically blew me off like she didn't want to waste her time talking to me. Uh, and if we can't, we got to be nice to our side before we uh, be nice to the be nice to all sides. We, 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 right now, Brad, for us to, to gain any ground especially here in Colorado, to gain any ground in Colorado, we got to be nice to all sides. I agree, but... And that, and that, by the way, that's my only issue, and I'm not an expert on this, so, you know, you guys can talk things out, you know, through this next week or so, but that's my only issue with what we're trying to do with getting out of the primaries is we're going to exclude a large number of people. I think they could still register to vote. All they'd have they to won't. Do is- they won't. I, I see your point, but... That's the downside, Brad, is, and no offense... Yeah. Given the condition of our party right now, why would they? I agree. But what, what do you think about a, when I go up to a woman at the Colorado booth, 
clearly identify myself as a Republican, and she acted like she didn't even want to talk to she me. She should be talking to you. Yeah, I know. She, do you think it was because she supported? I supported Ken Paxton. It shouldn't make any difference. It makes Brad. That is irrelevant. Whether you support, you know, uh, I don't know, uh, Joe Biden doesn't make a hell of beans bit of difference. She should still talk to you. I agree. So if we, if we can't be nice to our own side. How are we going to be nice to the other we, side? We can't be, Brad, to your point. We, we've got to be nice, like I said a moment ago. We have to be nice to everyone. I, I, don't, I don't, Brad, I, here, here's the problem with the Republican Party in Colorado. But honestly, nationally, we no longer, Brad, know how to sell. We have lost all salesmanship, period, across the board in this country when it comes to the GOP. Well, I agree, and uh, like uh, that proposition HH, we should be selling that to the renters. Yes. They're going to be hurt the yes. worst, but it, should be. We should be commute. We, you know, and I've said this numerous times. I say it on the roundtable as well. You'll hear it even tonight here in just a little bit, Brad. We suck at messaging. Well, do you think we'll ever get better at that? Nope. What? nope. Not unless there's some. And here's what, here's what it really boils down to, Brad. We have crappy leadership in the Republican Party in the entire nation. Until we have new leaders of this party, it's not going to change. Do you think Harmeet or Mike, Dillon, Mike, uh, Mike Lindell would have been any better than Rhonda? Because I don't think Ron, Ron is very good at all. Uh, Ron is not very. Ron is not a good leader either. Uh, I I don't know. That that's a great question. Uh, the only problem, and I love Mike by the way. I, I think he's a fantastic guy, but he's toxic. And and I love the guy, but he's toxic when it when, when you talk leadership, and you're trying to bring everybody together on the same page, you cannot be toxic at all. Yeah, I I agree. So. Uh... That doesn't mean you got to be Mr. Kumbaya either. You still have to take a stand, still be a leader, and you can do that. And by the way, that was Trump in 2015 and 2016, Brad. He was that guy. Unfortunately, he let that slip away as well. Well, do you think he's still going to be the nominee, or do you think he'll be oh, the he'll, nominee? He most likely will be, which will mean, which means we lose in 24. Well, a number of polls have him ahead, but a poll I don't care that he's ahead against Biden. Biden's not your guy. Newsom will be. Well, then why— why don't they, if Trump's going to be the nominee, why don't we just get a good uh, VP out, outside of the base? Well, uh, good luck, because you still have to get that past Trump. And that, then another problem is a lot and, of— And really quick, Brad, Trump's ego's too big for that. I agree. That's but the now, problem. And what about all these Republican, hardcore uh, Trump supporters that say if Trump's not the nominee, we're not going to vote for him? They're idiots. So we're, we're I'll just say it straight up. They're idiots. They're, they're, they're part of, they are the problem, Brad. Not part of the problem. They are the problem. Sort of, like, sort of like the Libertarian Party? Yeah, because they won't listen to reason. They won't look at what's it actually take to get across the finish line. And whatever we need to do, that's where we need to go. Because if we don't cross the finish line, we don't accomplish anything. These knuckleheads don't understand what I just said. Well, I was um, at a picnic a few weeks ago. I was out at Sloan's Lake, uh, the Libertarian Party there. Was there and they were handing out literature against HH, and I got to talk to a couple of them, and I think a few of them are starting to wake up now and realize there's no sense running statewide races in which we can't win. You can't. I mean, if they want to run an individual race in a particular area, city council, school board member, things along those lines, and they're a great candidate, Brad, I'm all for that. I have no issues with that whatsoever. But a statewide, a statewide, you know, representative, senator, you know, you know, the Michael Bennett seat that we could have easily won but didn't. Yeah, you're you're not going to get a third party candidate to win that seat. Period. Not going to happen. I, I think some of them are starting to realize that now because even the woman I was talking to says the new leader is is trying to focus more on the school boards and the city council, which races. is exactly what they should be doing. So thank heavens that's a, that's that is a breath of fresh air, Brad. 
I agree. And uh, I think, do you think Ken Buck could have won that Senate race in 2010? Because uh, I was uh, listening, to, listening to a show one morning, and they had caught Peter uh, Ken Beck on, on hot tape, and he had made the comment, I wish these damn Tea Partiers would quit following me around. And the Tea Party people were trying to get him elected. They were following him around because they liked him, and then he insults his own base. Yeah, that's... Uh, um... You always have to remember the mic is on when you're talking. So that's something that Ken evidently didn't realize at the time. And I don't, I didn't hear that. I don't know exactly what he said. And I, by no means, am defending him because I just don't know him that well, Brad. But yeah, that's not a, that's not a good statement. No, no, I, I actually heard the tape and uh, another. I mean, that goes back to our conversation you were talking about. You know, where, where you were, you know, having a conversation with somebody from the GOP. You don't say those things, Brad. Oh. To anyone. You, you, you don't want to disenfranchise anyone that needs to get you voted or that you need to get yourself voted. Well, I'm trying to strike up conversations with people just one or two at a time, uh, like where I buy my gas and I'm telling them about HH and the importance of voting for HH, and I seem to be uh, striking a positive chord. Well, I'm that's good. To, Keep it up. But I'm only talking to one or two people here and there, but... Well, one or two, you know, depending upon who they talk to, can generate to two or four and four to eight, and eight, you know how that works. Yeah, and another problem with Ken Buck was back in 2010, Michael Bennett was attacking him pretty hard, and Ken Buck wouldn't respond, and I'd call up Buck's office and said he, he needs yeah. to start... Uh, Buck's not going to do that. I mean, again, I, I, I like Ken. I think he's a great individual. I've sat next to him at some dinners and things, and I think he's a genuine individual, but he's not a fighter, Brad. Like, he's just, it's not in his personality. But it seems he's sorry, more time. and those of you that love him, I'm sorry, but that's just I'm just being very no. straight up honest. No, no, I agree with you. And uh, Ken Buck would attack the Tea Party for he didn't like him at the rallies, but he wouldn't attack Michael Bennett. So it's sort of similar to what Romney did in yeah. 2012 when he would he spent more time attacking Newt Gingrich than he did uh, Barack Obama. Correct. Yep. And, which is, by the way, dumb. Very, very dumb. Okay. And, and as a party, we tend to do that a lot. By the way. I agree. What, what do you think about the Utah Senate race? with Robert? Really quick, Brad. Somebody just said that I'm wrong about the Republican Party. The problem is we don't have the money to back us. No. Sorry, folks. Wrong. Wrong. You're still missing the point. And, Brad, you'll understand what I'm saying. With, oh, prop, with the proper leadership, the money flows in because people back the people that they feel will lead them. The problem with the party is we don't have leadership. You can never put money in front of leadership, Brad. You've got to have leadership first. The money will follow. So whoever just texted me this, you are dead wrong. Well, and how about that Senate race between Eric Cantor and Dave Bratt? Dave Bratt, excellent candidate, was outspent, what, 12 or 13 to 1, and he still defeated Eric Cantor. So that There you that go. You, you just proved my point. Money doesn't have anything to do with it. And if we go down to Texas, where all those people campaigned for... Uh, Ken Paxman voted for him, donated stuffed envelopes. They were told, they were told by members of their own party, "We don't care about your vote. We'll just go ahead and uh, impeach him or convict him." And two senators actually voted to convict Ken Paxton. Now, uh, how, how do we expect to fire up the base hmm. when the base elects somebody and then yep. the party says we don't like him? Great we'll question. Get rid of him, uh, Brad. This comes back to what I keep saying, and I will keep saying it: We don't have the right leadership as a party, and that's coast-to-coast. Yes, there's pockets, there's states, there's areas where I think it's really solid, and those particular individuals are great. I can tell you right now in Colorado, we don't have good leadership. You don't like Dave Williams? Not that I don't like Dave. He's just not a good leader. I love Dave. He's a great guy, but he's not a good leader. 
Who do you think would be would have been a great? I have leader? no idea. That one I cannot answer. I don't know the people in the party well enough to tell you who who should have been that person. And now we got people in the Republican Party like Norma Anderson and Krista Kafer trying to join that lawsuit to uh, kick Trump off the ballot. Yeah, that's dumb. They're not. They're 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 not even conservatives at all. You already know that. I, I agree. Uh, yeah. There's a reason that's a certain right. woman isn't on the radio. That's anymore, exactly too. right, Brad. 100. percent Brad, I gotta let you go. Perfect. Appreciate you as always. Had great comments of you being a great caller. Joe, hang tight. We'll come right back. High five plumbing is next. Eight seven seven. We high five. High five plumbing knows that your drains are out of sight, out of mind. Until they back up, High Five uses a range of high-tech gadgetry to find out what's blocking your pipes and drains. From small augers to big rooters that slice through clogs like a hot knife through butter, they have the tools and knowledge to fix your clog fast, right, and permanently. High Five can solve your plumbing problem fast and educate you on what happened and how to prevent it in the future. Drain clogs can happen far from where you can see and for a wide range of reasons and causes. So when it is necessary, High Five uses a camera system to take video footage of the clog and show it to you so you can stop it from happening again. High Five also offers an enzyme treatment which is a bacteria that feeds on organic matter like algae, mold, hair, and other clog-causing material to keep your drains running freely. When your drains are gurgling and draining slowly, call High Five for this at 877-WE-HIGH-FIVE today or go to klzradio.com slash plumbing. Extreme Auto Repair, don't forget, tires are at cost at Extreme Auto Repair. Find them at klzradio.com. The hot temps around the Denver metro area are just getting hotter. And Extreme Auto Repair wants you and your vehicle to stay cool. When the heat outside swelters, you are at a much higher risk of your engine overheating and failing, leaving you stranded and waiting on a tow. You know to check your coolant frequently, but did you know that low engine oil can also cause your engine to overheat faster? This is especially important in the mountains where your car is driven much harder than on flat ground. Simple things like regular oil changes done on time with extreme auto repair can help protect your engine and keep you safe. In the harsh and ever-changing Colorado weather, it's important to make sure that your car is always in tip-top shape. And extreme auto repair will help you make that happen. Appointments are required for services and inspection. So to schedule your visit to Extreme Auto Repair, go to klzradio.com slash extreme today. All right, looking for a used car, and I've said it, I'll keep saying it. If you're looking for a car, I would do that sooner than later, and Ridgeline is the place to go. RidgelineAutoBrokers.com. Are you in the market for a reliable car that won't break the bank? Drive Radio sponsor, Ridgeline Auto Brokers specializes in quality used cars that cost between fifteen dollars to $25,000, making them a great option for first-time drivers or anyone looking for a good deal. They pride themselves on providing a transparent and hassle-free car buying experience. That's why at Ridgeline, they never charge a dealer fee. Plus, all vehicles are inspected by Legacy Automotive, a Colorado Select member and sponsor of Drive Radio. For a limited time, they are offering first-time customers the first oil change for only $1. Every car comes with a 30-day warranty, with the option to purchase a service contract. And at Ridgeline Auto Brokers, there are competitive financing options to fit your budget. 
If you cannot make it to the dealership in person, there are videos of all Ridgeline cars for sale on their website at RidgelineAutoBrokers.com. Call today at 303-442-4141 to schedule a test drive or visit RidgelineAutoBrokers.com. Ridgeline Auto Brokers, the smartest way to buy a car. As independent brokers, GIA Insurance does not work for any insurance company. They can shop the market and find you the best premium for the coverage that you need. Call 303-423-0162, extension 100, or go online to e-gia.com. Now, back to Rush to Reason, presented by High Five Plumbing, where every call ends with a high five. All right, we are back. Jersey Joe joining us. Joe, before we get to whatever it is you're calling about, back me up here on money follows leadership. Leader or Money follows the leader, and the leader creates that money. Money doesn't create a leader, right? Absolutely. Money money's, uh, money's going to go is going to money's basically a bet on the winner. That's right. And, so and, and, so. and, and, and so, to, you know, and again, I'm not trying to argue, but I want to educate our listeners. If I got a texter saying the problem with the party is we don't have enough money wrong. We don't have the right leaders because with the right leaders, the money follows. Right. Because if they if we had the right leaders, they would say, hey, this, you know, this leader has a shot of getting, That's this, right. getting across the goal. That's line, right. And the money and the money would follow. And Joe, you see that in business. You see it in I just told Charlie in churches, even where you have a really good pastor. He's vibrant. He does well. They've got building programs or helping with missions, things going. And all of a sudden something happens. He leaves. He dies. Whatever the case may be. A new guy comes in that maybe isn't as good of a leader. And all of a sudden things start to dry up. The money's not as prevalent. That is a living proof of what I just said. Right, and just look at the Republican. Look at the fundraising for the Republican candidates. Guys like Christie and Asa Hutchinson, you know, they don't have two nickels to rub together. Correct. Meanwhile, guys like DeSantis and and Haley, uh, they're not they're not out fundraising Trump, but they're certainly, you know, they're they're leaving guys like Hutchinson and Christie in the dust. Correct. So. Correct. So again, the money follows the leaders. That is going to—they're betting on who's going to be. The and, and and part of why I wanted to make sure I'm, I'm clear on that is I think we we do have this misconception sometimes in the party that we don't win because we don't have enough money. We yeah. don't win, Joe, because we have a lack of leadership and bad candidates. Right. If we had the right right leadership and the right candidates, the money would flow. That's it, right. It would absolutely flow. That's right. So anyway. again, I sorry to, to delve into that, but I wanted to get your perspective. Right, no problem. Hey, Tutha, I want to talk about this lawsuit in Nebraska about the woman who's suing because the doctors removed her breast. But before that, oh, I didn't hear did about that know? one. I'll have to look that one up. So go oh, ahead. It's a huge, huge ramifications. Uh, did you see Biden's uh, UN speech? Did you listen to it? Oh, bits and pieces of it. Yes, John. It was the most embarrassing. And and you know, I I speak English and I'm listening. What did he say? I mean, it was one slur. I mean. Slurring his words, mumbling, unintelligible. Yeah, and awful. think about this: at the UN, they have like forty-six interpreters who are doing real time. So, like, if you speak Farsi, uh, you have a headset on, and as somebody like Biden is speaking, they have an interpreter, English Farsi interpreter, and he or she is is, is supposed to be translating real time. So, if he says right, you know, or, or you know, or if he, if he says two hundred billion. He or she's supposed to immediately speak that in your language, right. or Vietnamese or whatever. And I'm going, how are these translators? They can't be. They're making they it up, Joe. Be. they got to be making it up as they go. Because, John, it was the most embarrassing. I know. By a president of the United States. I know. Yet, it's pathetic. John, you want to maybe have Charlie, uh, you know, uh, 
get that and cut some clips out of it and string those clips together. It was the most embarrassing performance by a president of the United States that I, I think I've ever heard in my entire life. So, anyway, here's the, the landmark case that could change the, the, the landscape of transgender surgeries. A woman who is now 25 or 26 in Nebraska is suing the doctors in the medical group who, when she was 15, amputated her breasts at her request. Okay. Um, because she's now saying, hey, I was a minor. I didn't know what I was doing. Um, you know, I, I had no right to... And by the way, you, uh, do you know that parents can't sign away the rights of a minor? That is correct. Right. So even though her parents signed all sorts of consents and she said, go ahead, do it, she's now saying, I was confused. I didn't know what I was doing. You shouldn't have done this to me. If she prevails, think about the ramifications. Oh, huge. If she prevails yep. and gets a multi-million dollar judgment. That's no a game changer, Joe. It'll be a game changer. Because so, the malpractice, to your point, the malpractice, which I'm sure is where you're ahead of the malpractice end of things, changes dramatically. Right. So no insurance company would ever, again, nope. insure a, a nope. doctor. They'll be self-insured, uh, and that's not very, that's not very doable. So, and I think it's a. I think it'd be a fantastic thing if she wins her lawsuit. Oh, I think it would be fan. To your point, it would change everything, Joe. Right. And, so, no, and yeah. by the way, no longer would you have all this nonsense of you know California, you know being you know being upset and and able to take kids away from their parents because they're not affirming them and blah blah blah. It would change all of that. So, I, John, let's keep our fingers oh, crossed. I, you know, I just looked it up. I put it in my notes so folks can look this up later tonight. Producer Ann will put it up. So thank you for that. No, I had not heard that. Yeah, so Big news. Huge news. Um, you want to talk about uh, bullets? Sure. And, uh, sport. Uh, did you hear about um, uh, the Bend, uh, uh, Idaho school district has decided to ban? Um, not, you know who Nosler is? The oh, yeah, you, yeah. Yeah, I'm a reloader, so yes. Yes. So Nosler is a family-owned business headquartered in Bend, Oregon. They've been there forever. Right. And they, this is not your – and as you know, John, they, they make the Mercedes-Benz of, of, of they do. bullets in it. They make some of the best. This, this is not stuff you buy in Walmart. Anyway, right. a couple of weeks ago, some high school kid in Bend, Oregon shot somebody else. One teacher and one parent complained because Nosler has for more than a decade been sponsoring – the school's athletic teams, like on the on the scoreboard underneath, you, you see Nosler, and right. they pay to have right. it. Yeah, which, which a lot of businesses do things like that, right. Joe. It helps the team. It gives you a little publicity. Mainly, you do it as a business to help the team, actually. Right, and on the baseball field, they have got the bat on the fence around the outfield. You've got you know the banners. Well, there's a Nosler banner. Right. One teacher and one parent complained. The school board folded like a cheap suit, and just removed this and told Nosler, we can't accept your sponsorship anymore. Now, how many local residents do you think Nosler employs in the town of Bend? I, I'm guessing, I know Bend, Oregon. I've been there many times. I'm guessing probably a third of the town. A third of the town. And again, none of the ammunition they produce, I'm willing to bet. My and, and, and we need to make sure we're clear on this, too. It's not really even ammunition. They just make bullets. Well, actually, recently they started to make some really high-end competition cartridges. Okay, well, not for street use even. So to your point, no, 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 those those are street. not used in what they're what we're talking about here. No, it's not for street use. It's it's high-end yeah. precision, you know, rifle cartridges for competition shooting and for big game, you know, if you're going to go hunt right. water buffalo in Africa. Right. But they don't make, you know, 9-millimeter bullets that you buy in Walmart. Yeah, you're not buying target ammo and things like that from them. No. 
So, uh, you know, th- this was my stupidest thing I've heard all week segment of the Jersey Joe podcast that this, the school board has decided to stop accepting sponsorship by Nosler because they had two people complain. Why are you accepting uh, sponsorship from pe- people who make uh, from, from killing uh, things that kill people? Well, what Nosler makes isn't designed to kill people, first of all. So it just it blows my mind at, at how woke. Yeah, they are a company in, on, on their product page right now, and I will tell you that I'm already on page three, and I haven't found a complete cartridge yet. So far, I'm at page four. Everything is bullet only. I, Joe, not arguing, but I didn't know they made a full-bore cartridge ready to go. I thought everything they did was for reloaders. John, I could be mistaken, but I could have could have sworn. Let me let me check here. Because I'm looking right now, and I don't see any full bore. And by the way, everybody listening, just to make sure we're we're clear on our clear, you know, on our on our names here. Cartridge is the entire ammunition that you would put into a gun, fire the bullet, comes out the end. The bullet is just a thing at the end, and Nosler makes the bullet. Yeah, John, if you just Google Nosler ammunition, you'll see. Some of their high-end ammunition. Okay, I'll keep looking because again, I'm at like page. Yeah, Point no, being, Google. I'm at page nine and haven't found a cartridge yet. So they're right. the most known for just bullet, high-end bullets. Right, they, right for reloaders. Right, and it's, correct. It's really, again, it's the Mercedes Benz. You know, this is not stuff you buy at Walmart to go. You know. No, yeah, no, yeah, no. You're not. Bu- you're not buying this at Cabela's even. No, not at Cabela's. It's really, really high-end stuff. So you know. Uh, this is ridiculous, can't... Joe. Absolutely ridiculous. So. so um, I got time for one more quick one. Well, that's about oh Oktoberfest, John. You know yeah. what the drinking you know what the drinking age is in Germany? Uh, you know what? I knew this one's like eighteen or something. It's sixteen or eighteen. It's low. Sixteen for beer, eighteen for hard liquor. That's what I thought. Vodka. Okay, that's what I thought. You know what the traffic fatality rates are in Germany? Probably less than US? ours. A fraction, a quarter, and a third. If you look at the. Uh, Traffic fatalities per 100,000 residents, it's a quarter. And if you look at the traffic fatalities per, per 100,000 vehicles, it's a third. So wow. here you've got 16, 16-year-olds drinking beer, 18-year-olds drinking vodka and whiskey. And, oh, by the and you can buy a pistol. If you're a German teenager and you're 18, you can buy a pistol. Yet their, their, yep. their, their murder rate is low, their traffic fatality rate. So it's not the age, John. It's not the age. Nope, it is not. And I did finally find Nosler Defense 223 ammo, 30 bucks for 20 So this is yep, high-end stuff, to your point, Joe. High-end stuff. So anyway, so, John, you might want to dig into I'll do why, that. Is, why, is our, why is our traffic fatality rate mm. so much higher than Germany mm. when 16-year-olds can drink in Germany? Well, and to close that out, I'm guessing because they do a better job training drivers than we do. And by the way, there's no speed limits on the autobahn. Yeah, there you go. Pack that on so they, yep. you can drink at 16, you can drive a, you legally drive 120 miles an hour, and their traffic fatality rate is a it's fraction less. of that in the U.S. Joe, I'll leave it at that. Appreciate you as always. Thank you very much for backing me up earlier as well. Affordable interest mortgage, 720-895-0500. Many of you are seeing your credit card rate around 18 to 21%. With the Feds continuing to raise rates, it's getting harder to stretch that dollar. Take AIM, Affordable Interest Mortgage, 720-895-0500. If you currently have a low rate on your mortgage, but the other debts are not giving you any breathing room, consider refinancing and getting a blended rate in the fours. 
Now is the time. Take AIM, 720-895-0500. Get that blended rate in the fours and lower your total monthly payment, six, seven, eight hundred a month. We can show you how to lower your monthly debt and keep more of your money, all with a low blended rate. Take AIM, 720-895-0500. Locally owned and serving Colorado since 2001. Let us show you how to own your home faster and pay less interest. Our experience will save you money. 720-895-0500. Affordable interest mortgage. That's 720-895-0500. Start saving six, seven, eight hundred a month now and breathe again. NMLS 298-191. Regulated by door. Equal credit lender. Golden Eagle Financial, anything you need right now, you can get a free financial analysis and a free gift certificate for dinner at the same time. Find Al at klzradio.com. Al Smith of Golden Eagle Financial is so certain he can help you plan your retirement, he'll buy you dinner just for the opportunity to meet with you. If you have investable assets and need your portfolio analyzed for volatility, performance, and personal and professional expenses, you need Al Smith of Golden Eagle Financial. Al has been in this business for over 30 years, and his listeners on KLZ trust him implicitly with their own retirement plan performance. With the economy making things more difficult by the day, you need someone to make sure that you're on the most efficient path to stretch out your investment risk and ensure that your goals are still in sight. For a limited time, Al is offering a free dinner to those who have investable assets and who want to reevaluate their retirement plan. Just go to klzradio.com slash money today to make a no-strings-attached appointment to come meet with Al and have dinner on him. Investment advisory services offered through Brookstone Capital Management, LLC. A registered investment advisor, BCM and Golden Eagle Financial Limited are independent of each other. Insurance products and services are not offered through BCM, but are offered and sold through individually licensed and appointed agents. Doug Hunter and the team at Cub Creek Heating and AC believe that quality is the most important part of their work. If you were to pull the drywall back on a job from Cub Creek Heating and AC, you'll see smooth joints, straight seams, and quality American craftsmanship that they truly take pride in. They know that a furnace is a furnace, so the real uniqueness in what they do is the quality of their work. Cub Creek takes the time and care to look at your entire home instead of just looking at your ductwork and unit, making the result much more dependable and of higher quality. They guarantee their work with a two-year labor warranty on top of the manufacturer's warranty. They know the most expensive option isn't always the right option either. So when they make recommendations for you, it's not a formula or a system. They engineer it specifically for you, which is why they are exclusive Ream Heating and Cooling Pro Partners. Check out the team at Cub Creek today. Go to klzradio.com HVAC to get in touch. All right, folks, that's it for today. Rush to Reason, Denver's Afternoon Rush, KLZ 560. Up next, it's the National Crawford Roundtable, so keep the dial right here tomorrow. Dr. Kelly, Victory, and Steve House in Hour 1. Join us then. Again, have a great night. Rush to Reason, Denver's Afternoon Rush, KLZ 560.